Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I am here to help you navigate your life's next chapter through mind, balance, and wellness living. At every phase of our lives, through marriage, career changes, kids, and retirement, I am there for my clients emotionally to help create a personalized life plan. With my foundational coaching perspective and certified financial planning background, together we can create a plan for you through each chapter of your life. Contact me today through mbwliving.com for your free consultation. Hello and welcome to the Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Michelle Werdeman, certified life, weight, and career coach and founder of Mind Balance Wellness Living. Welcome back, my friends, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm excited because we're getting ready to wrap up my series in relationships. So in October, we spent a lot of time in my tribe, which is my online coaching uh, program, all about relationships. And relationships, especially now, Some are really being tested, some are growing, some are changing, whatever it is. But if you haven't had a chance to listen to the two podcasts that I've done so far on relationships, one is on manuals, which is basically, you know, the expectations and the rule books that we have for people. I suggest you go back and listen. And the other one was for boundaries, and boundaries are huge. And a lot of people, don't realize that it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to have kind of these guidelines and these protocols in place to help strengthen our relationships and actually protect ourselves. So if you haven't had a chance, go back and listen to them. And when I mentioned that, you know, we did this all in my online boot camp class, which was in October. I have this tribe And what we do is every month we do online coaching and each month it's a different topic. You get to get coaching from, you know, your couch or your work or wherever it is. And it's just a way for you to get some of the access to some of my most amazing tools and you get to do it from your, you know, wherever you want to, the comfort of your own home. But you can go to www.mbwliving.com slash membership to find out more about that. But the most, I think, crucial part in terms of relationships, and that's why I want to finish up with this, is self-confidence. It's the relationship that you have with yourself. Because if you don't have a great relationship with yourself, it's going to make it very hard to have a great relationship with anybody else. Excuse me. Else. I think about this. When you're on a plane and they tell you to put your own oxygen mask on first, there's a reason for it. And truth be told, I never really understood it. And when I became a coach and I thought about it and I thought about the fact that you have to take care of yourself first and, you know, I have two young kids. So when I started to bring my kids on flights, I'm like, what is that all about? Like, why do you have to take and put your oxygen mask on first yourself? The idea is because of the cabin pressure and if you don't put your own oxygen mask on first, You might be unwilling to take care of the people that you are with or your kids 
without being able to take care of yourself because all of a sudden you start to feel lightheaded. And I won't get into all the details, but it was very interesting. I'm like, okay, this makes true for real life. If I don't take care of myself, how am I going to show up for my children? How am I going to show up for my work? How am I going to show up for my husband or whoever it is? I need to take care of myself first. So I think it's so important. And the first thing we did in our membership this month was look at the relationship that we had with ourselves and our self-confidence. And really, by definition, in the coaching world, self-confidence is the trust you have in yourself or for yourself in your abilities, qualities, and judgment. And I love this quote by the Dalai Lama. With realization of one's own potential and self-confidence in one's ability, one can create a better world. Like, think about that. Like, when you realize your own potential and start to build confidence in yourself, you can build a better world. Now, building a better world might seem a little bit extreme when you first think about it. So let's substitute that. Let's substitute world for life. How many times have you not tried something or quit something because you didn't have the self-confidence to attempt it or really just keep going? And that is basically not trusting in your ability to do something that you fear rejection of or failure because of how that's going to make you feel. So if you think about it, self-confidence is really a feeling, right? It's an emotion. And if you've listened to my previous podcasts, an emotion is generated by a thought. So when we have self-confidence or we lack self-confidence, it's because of a thought that we have about ourselves. And our brains will often look to our past experiences to determine whether or not we have confidence in a certain area. So, for example, if I were to ask you how confident you are in your ability to pour a glass of water, chances are you're pretty confident, like you've done it a lot of times, right? Like, okay, sure, I can do that. I can pour a glass of water, and it's because you've done it over and over and over again. But if I were to ask you to go out and do a marathon next week and you've never ran more than a couple miles, how confident would you be in your ability to do that? The first thing your brain is going to do, it's going to look to start for all of the reasons why you can't do this. It's going to create a lack of confidence. You've never done it before. So it's going to look to say like, oh, no, can't do that. That's hard. And this will sometimes, and it's your own brain's protection, this is your brain keeping you from trying to do hard things. It's keeping you from stepping outside of your comfort zone. Stepping outside of your comfort zone can be so scary. And that's what causes a lot of people to be stuck. 
because there's a lot of fear and the, there's a lot, really, of unknown. So we'll dive more into that in another episode. But I want you to think about that. The next time you're asked to do something that you don't feel confident in, stop and think about why. Like, why aren't you confident that you can do it? So I want to share with you a story about my husband. (laughs) He'll laugh at this, but he is, as I like to call him, not normal. And I mean that in the most loving way possible. Several years ago, which it's crazy to think about now, I think it was 16 or 17 years ago, spring was approaching, which meant the Boston Marathon was approaching and If any of you guys are familiar with the Boston Marathon, like you know, it takes a lot of time to practice. It takes months, if not years, that people practice to run it. So it can be extremely cold one year. It could be extremely hot one year. That's just New England. Like you get what you get and you don't get upset. I love that because that's what we say to my kids. But anywho... So it was two weeks before the race, and one of my husband's friends, who was planning on running, got an injury, and he couldn't run it. And he was trying to get somebody to take his bib number or or his race number. And while you don't just let a race number go for this marathon, it's extremely hard to get one. And it was provided by John Hancock, which was one of the major sponsors of the race. So what does Kelly, my husband, do? He grabs the bib number and he decides he's going to run a marathon in two weeks. And (laughs) I laugh because it's, you know what, full disclosure, he does like to run. But at the time, he probably only ever ran like five to seven miles at a time. And we were also coming out of a long winter. So I think his sneakers were probably pretty like dusty at that point. But he was confident that regardless of how much training he was able to do in a small period of time, he would finish that marathon. And the reason for this was because he was confident in his ability in himself not to give up and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. It wasn't necessarily his confidence in being able to run 26.2 miles It was the confidence he had in his potential and trust in himself to finish what he started. And I can't tell you how many people, including myself, said to him, like, oh, my God, like, I could never do that. Like, you're crazy. And the reason, at least for me, was thinking that and saying that to him was because I lacked the confidence in my ability And didn't have the trust in myself to do something this difficult. And the difference between my husband and myself was the thoughts that we had around the trust we had in ourselves and being able to complete the task. So God bless him because that race turned out to be one of, if not the hottest on records, He didn't have an ounce of sweat when he finished the race because he was so dehydrated. And he did wind up vomiting in my friend Hannah's new brand new car (laughs) on the way home. Sorry, Kelly, I had to say that. But my point here is to show that the feeling 
of being self-confident is all about what you're choosing to think about yourself. So he had never ran a marathon, but he chose to have trust in himself and confidence in himself that he would just keep going, whether it's walking or running. He just knew he would finish. There was no doubt. And maybe he did have a little bit, but it didn't let him, it it didn't keep him from that race. So people that have self-confidence are really, if you think about it, willing to feel and trust in their ability to feel any emotion. There, when you lack self-confidence, you lack the ability to trust yourself in feeling a negative emotion, right? Like if you think about it. So I want you to be aware of this. Like when we are confident in some areas of our lives, which most of us are, then we're not so confident in other areas of our lives. So when you find yourself lacking confidence, I want you to look at the reasons why. Like, what are you saying to yourself that is creating such self-doubt? And then, I love this exercise that I do with my clients, look at the areas in your life that you are confident in. Like, look at what you're saying to yourself in those areas. Like, what is generating those thoughts? What are generating those feelings that you are creating confidence? And how can you choose to start to believe or think the same things in the areas that you lack? It's such, such a great experience that I love to actually look at with clients because it's very eye-opening because There's areas that you are super confident in. There's areas that you're not confident in. But if you look at the difference between the two, you can learn to become more confident in those areas that you lack if you can start to believe the same things that you believe in the areas that make you confident. And what I find interesting is there's a stigma sometimes around being confident. It can be looked at as bragging, or it can be looked at as being arrogant. And I'm not talking about either one of those. Someone that's arrogant or brags is usually putting other people down or making them feel bad about themselves because they're trying to kind of pump themselves up. They're trying to create more confidence in themselves by comparing themselves to others which usually results in them putting other people down and making them feel less worthy, which a feeling of worthiness and lovability, I will add, is a huge factor when it comes time to self-confidence. And oftentimes we don't, we don't allow ourselves to feel a lot of self-worth but and lovability for that matter. But I just want to add all of us have the same self-worth and the same lovability as anybody else and there's nobody that is more lovable than any other person and lovability is an area that I love to coach my clients some of them on because sometimes people will come to me and they think that you know if they're thinner or they have a better job or you know 
they did things differently, then somebody else will feel more love to them. But the idea is love is a feeling. It's an emotion that's created by a thought. And you can't control how other people think or feel about you. And when you think you're not as lovable as somebody else is, that is 100% not true. And the truth is someone loving you or not loving you has nothing, nothing to do with you. It's a reflection of those person's thoughts. And again, love is an emotion. And I know I'll sound like a broken record. Love is an emotion based on a thought. And we are all lovable. We are all worthy. Love is a thought. And I have to just say this real quick. And how good does it feel to feel love for someone? A lot of times it's it's hard because of everyday things. It, our brains look for, I hate to say it, the negative aspect, but how good does it feel love? Like I think about when I was pregnant with my kids, I fell in love with my kids before I even met them because of the thoughts I had around them. I didn't know them. It was all of the thoughts that I had generated. When I met them, that love exploded. I even loved when they cried, which that love did not last for long (laughs) because that cry lasted, you know, it turned into other things. But the idea is, is if love feels so good, like why don't we choose to feel it more often? It's available to us. We get to choose what thoughts we have to create love. Now, I'm not saying you need to walk around like, hey, love you. Like you don't need to love everybody. But just understand that love is available to you. So on that note, I love that you're still here. I love that you're still listening. And I hope you have an amazing day. Cheers and be well, my friends. Michelle Werdeman is a certified life coach, now offering an online coaching membership to support brain power and mental wellness. It's important to exercise our bodies, but we have to exercise our minds too. Our thoughts are what ultimately create the results in our lives. And becoming aware of our thoughts is what we dive into through her Mind, Brain, and Wellness program. You can start to create your dream life today from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace too. Contact Michelle today at mbwliving.com.